0: Anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, BDW or or prohibited by law. See terms
1: and conditions. 18 plus. Hello,
0: everybody, and welcome to another opening
1: tea podcast. I am your host for this short form podcast, part of the Awesome Golf Podcast, Jason Roslin. This is the first of three of my little short form podcasts that I do each and every week. And in this podcast, what I do is I try and give you a mixture of what happened last week to try and, of course, prepare for the upcoming week, mix in a little bit of fun with the cut sweat, and then, of course, set the stage for the upcoming week. I go over who's going to be in the field, how they got here. Or at least in normal weeks, how they got here this week, it's quite easy. So that that section might go quite easy this week. And of course, go into a little bit about the golf course. So as I do each and every week, I start off with kind of my highs and lows and my foursome of facts from the previous week. And my uh, high and low for the week did not come in the form of Jim Herman, the first foursome of fact of the week. Jim Herman, the dude has more wins than Tony Finau. What? He has four top tens since 2016 compared to Tony Finau's, I don't know, he probably has over 100 at this point since 2016 on In fact, the actual number is 31 top tens for Tony Finau to Jim Herman's four. So just a crazy, crazy stat. I know Tony Finau wasn't in the field last week, although maybe he should have been. But Jim Herman gets it done. He comes out of nowhere. His putter was on fire Uh, All week, especially on Sunday, nailing a 40-plus foot eagle putt. I mean, just crazy, crazy stuff that happens, but that's what you need to win on the PGA Tour. Billy Horschel, he played super well, but a late bogey cost him. Uh, Just a really poor shot on the par 3 16th. He couldn't birdie 17 and missed a really makeable putt on 18th. So a tough one there. Jim Herman, though, beat him. Some other notes, though, uh, quickly. Kevin Kisner and Doc Redman really fit the profile of approach plus putting. And then we saw Denny McCarthy, who we know as one of the best putters on tour. He got hot with his irons. And it shows you what happens when a guy that gets hot with their irons is also a fantastic putter. The guy had a ton of DraftKings points this week. So just wanted to clarify that. Now, moving on to the European tour for my third uh, note from last week, or my thor- third of four some Facts. Sam Horsfield wins for the second time now in three starts. He is playing some incredible golf. Possibly, hopefully, we'll see him at the U.S. Invitational Open uh, coming up here uh, in September. I don't know if he's in the Masters Field. I'm going to guess that he's not in the Masters Field. Maybe he'll get a special invitation to play if he continues this incredible run. Tom Peters, my other note from the Euro Tour Tom Peters makes a roaring comeback. He had the first round lead and ended up coming, I believe, in a tie for third, just three shots back of uh, Horsefield. Thomas Dietrich came in second there. So, a couple of Thomases from Belgium had a good week as the European Tour will continue in play this week. Hopefully, uh, we can uh, get some time now with the PGA Tour. Having less players in the field, less things for me to cover, we'd be able to get into some Euro Tour content. Webb Simpson, another top five at his home course. will round out my foursome of facts from the week. He just continues to get it done in his backyard each and every year, paying off the high salary. Still, though, yet to win in his backyard. So he hasn't quite paid off the uh, outright bets, but certainly he has been a good investment for DFS purposes. Okay, before we move on to the Not Your Average Cut Sweat segment, I want to thank Super draft, the sponsor of this show, and their continued support. They continually put out good contest and a different product that I love to go out and play. So, if you haven't heard of the product, I'm here to tell you about it. The future of daily fantasy sports has arrived. Experience Super Draft's exclusive game mode multiplier. Say goodbye to salary restrictions and hello to lineup freedom. Use your fantasy sports knowledge to draft any player you want and build your very own dream team. Countless lineup possibilities let you experience daily fantasy sports the way you want to. Superdraft, right now, they've got contests for NBA, MLB, PGA, NASCAR, and MMA, so you can enjoy the best of DFS all year round. Of course, we've got NFL coming back soon. Sign up for Superdraft today using promo code OSMO10, and it's 10 free on your first deposit of $10 or more, and 20 total free of your first deposit of $100 or more. So, download it in the App Store or play at Superdraft.io. Superdraft, no limits and more winning. All right, the Not Your Average Cut Sweat segment. I actually got a good amount of positives out of this one. I wanted to start this as a little bit more positive tone before we got into the funny ones. So Zach Johnson, he needed 32 on the back nine and got it. And look what he did on the weekend. He made it on the number, then went and shot 61 on Saturday to get himself into uh, the contention. And then he ended up in a tie for seventh for the tournament by shooting 65 on Sunday. What a weekend, 61-65, Zach Johnson. Christopher Ventura, he needed to play the last five holes at three under and did so, including a bogey on 18 after birdieing the previous four holes. Wow, crazy. Joaquin Nieman he started off the tournament at four over through his first five or six holes. He then proceeded to play the next 31, at about eight under to make the cut at four under, so he made it by two, but just wanted to bring that up. Brent Snedeker had a 14-footer to make the cut. After birding three of his previous seven holes. And of course, Brand Snedecker made it. It's Brand Snedecker, after all. Vincent Whaley, who had a great week putting, he needed a birdie on nine from 14 feet. He made it. Great story here. The Monday qualifier, Brinson Paolini, needed a seven footer to make the cut on nine, and he made it. Josh Teeter needed a two putt from 18. Samus Power needed a two putt from 20 feet. Jordan Spieth needed to play the last four at one under, and uh, those are the last three that got in on the positive side. Before we head to the negative side, we got some real bad ones here this week. Real bad ones. I'll start off with Corey Connors. He missed two inside of three feet to miss the cut. Crazy. Awful. Awful. Zach Blair needed a 19-footer. He couldn't make it. Bo Hustler needed to play the last five holes at one over par. He played it at two over. <laughs> Here's Kyle Stanley. Oh, boy. Kyle Stanley needed a five on the ninth hole. He made six, going bunker to bunker and then missing a three footer to miss the cut. Awful. Arjun Atwal, he needed a seven footer to make his fourth straight cut. Couldn't do it. Xingzhun Zhang needed to two putt from 30 feet and he couldn't do it. Brendan Todd, he actually birdied three in a row to get to minus two, but it could not birdie the difficult 18th hole. One of the craziest or awful ones for some people this week was Ches Reevy. He needed five on 18 and made six after missing a two-footer. Danny Lee needed to play the last three holes at one over par and played them in two. Missing a 25-footer on 18. That's a little bit. That's not that much. Ryan Moore, here's the other awful one for DFS purposes for a lot of people this week. He needed four on 18 and couldn't do it. He made five. Doug Gim did exactly what Brendan Todd did. Birdied 15, 16, and 17, but could not birdie 18. Nelson Ledesma missed a 14-footer, and Aaron... Wise. He needed a one over on the back and shot 38. Just really struggling to find weekends as Aaron Wise. Okay, let's move on to our statistical review now of where I compare some age old statistics and the new age strokes gain stuff. So we can see how golfers perform. Doc Redmond led strokes gain off the tee. Patrick Reed, Sung J M, Sam Burns, Jim Herman, Ryan Brem, Luke List, Will Gordon, Tyler Duncan, Billy Horschel, Joaquin Neiman. And Harold Varner, round out your top 10 or so. We go over to driving accuracy. Doc Redman, not really known for his accuracy, but he led the field this week. Almost over 80% of his fairways hit. Sanjay Im was 2, Chris Kirk 3, Jim Herman 4, Bohawk 5, Henrik Norlander, Billy Horschel, Kevin Kisner, Russ Henley, Tyler Duncan, and Chris Baker. So We've got about a four-person crossover there. We go to driving distance, we see Sam Burns, Ryan Brem, Will Gordon, all three of those guys show up, no surprise. Jason Kokrak was four, Paul Casey five, Luke List six, Fleetwood seven, Ventura eight, Garcia, Lowry, Pat Rogers, Justin Hadley, and Siwoo came around out the top ten or so. Got about a half crossover between the two of them, which tends to happen on these smaller courses. We see you know, about half the golfers that are gaining strokes off the tee come from accuracy and half come from distance. I suspect this week, though, at TPC Boston, we will see a more heavily favored towards the driving distance. Okay, let's move on to our strokes gain on the approach. And any time this guy leads the field in strokes gain on the approach, he is a danger to score a ton of points, if not win the golf tournament, because I'm not... I don't want to sound mean to Denny McCarthy, but I don't know if he has the caliber of winning golf tournaments, although Jim Herman just won, so I guess I shouldn't say that. But regardless, Denny McCarthy led the field in Strokes gain on the approach, scored a ton of points. He's a great putter, no surprise. Uh, Zach Johnson was 2, Siwoo Kim was 3, Jim Herman 4, Kevin Kisner 5, Webb Simpson, Taylor Gooch, Mark Hubbard, Christopher Ventura, Shane Lowry, Billy Horschel. Chris Baker, Doc Redmond again, and Patrick Reed again as well. So Reed and Redmond's ball striking this week. Very, very good. Turn over to greens and regulation. Jim Herman was number one. Tyler Duncan, two. Russell Henley, three. So when you have a hot putter and you're hitting greens, it doesn't really matter where it's from. Uh, Sam Burns, four. Luke five. Webb Simpson, six. Pat Reed, Chris Baker, Brinson Paolini, Doc Redmond, Harold Varner, Zach Johnson, and Denny McCarthy round out the top ten or so. Okay, when we go on to our uh, strokes game putting. And, of course, we also have our strokes game around the green. Let's do around the green first, as I do think it's going to be important this week. Although some of these guys aren't even in it, like Hank Lebiota, who led the field this week in there. He's not even in the field. Tom Hoagie, who is in the field, he was very good this week. Seamus Power, who did not make it, uh, he was number three. Rob Oppenheim, who also didn't make it, was number four. Jason Kograk, though around-the-green work was very good this week. As was his approach and off the tee, his putting was okay. So Jason Kokrak may be in play heading to TPC Boston. Harold Varner also as well looks good in all categories as he continues his good form. Now when we go to the hot putters of the week, Vincent Whaley was one. And then Billy Horschel and Jim Herman were Two and three, and they were one and two on the board. Herman, of course, winning. Rob Oppenheim was four. Christian Bezidenhut was five. Patton Gazire was six. Bud Cauley, Webb Simpson, Justin Hadley, Cam Davis, Kevin Kisner, and Peter Uline. Uh, You know what? Since there's a second Peter on the board, Peter Melnatti also uh, showing up here. Tommy Fleetwood also putting well again. Those are the top ten or so. All those guys gained more than 1.2 strokes putting. Um, okay last one we're gonna do is the putts per GIR this one I go through it real quick because it's you know it's a it's not really a great stat see who Kim Cam Davis Billy Horschel Peter Milnati, CT Pan Denny McCarthy Rob Oppenheim Scott Stallings, Shuston Hadley, Bud Colley and Kevin Kissner. Okay last thing we do is we go over our the birdie reviews from last week see who's making a ton of them big time scoring for drafting see Kim Denny McCarthy and Jim Herman had 26 Kokrak, Horschel, Ventura. At 25, Webb Simpson 24, Kevin Kisner, Tyler Duncan, Zach Johnson, and Cam Davis had 23. So this week, now we get to turn over to this week head to TPC Boston for the Northern Trust. And this sets up now five weeks. Eh, we'll, we'll throw out the Safeway Open. So four of the next five weeks, we're gonna have stacked fields that ends with a major coming up the United States Open, then maybe. Uh, the focus will go a little bit toward NFL as the PGA Tour winds down their season, but bulks it back up towards that back end of October as they gear up for the November Masters. So plenty of golf and great tournaments still to be played, so a great time to step on the PGA DFS golf course with an Osmo Plus membership. Just $8.95 for the week, and with that $8.95, you get all of Osmo's top projections ownership projections top golfers tool all of my content that i give out my pga dfs model internal slack chat with ben raz and i and of course all of ben's content as well so great time to join step on the pga dfs golf course today Okay, this week. Speaking of PGA DFS, we're playing for a half million. It's the new standard non milli maker offering size, which also shows a hundred k to first place for the two hundred dollar buy in, a fifty k to first place for the hundred dollar buy in, and a hundred and fifty k to first place for the five hundred and fifty five dollar buy in. Of course, also twenty five dollar buy in gets you a half a million if you win it. Uh, and there was uh, somebody in the industry that came in second last week, so. It is certainly around. Now when we head and look at TPC Boston, a beautiful, I guess we can call it a forest, uh, tree-lined golf course nestled just outside of Boston. It's not actually in Boston. It's in Norton, just over the line, actually. It's actually closer to Rhode Island than it is to Boston. And yes, of course, I'm a Rhode Islander, so I'm going to let you know that. We don't have much in our, in our way of claim to fame, if you will. You know, if, you, if you're a fan of Dell's Lemonade or Coffee Milk, uh, or maybe some Rhode Island clam chowder, one of those three things that maybe make it uh, so unique then great nothing else uh though i've been to the event maybe four or five times it was a great one to go to uh of course it's right in DraftKings's backyard so they invited me once or twice um and it's just it's a great golf course in my opinion it's got four it's a par 71 about 73 7400 yards four par threes that are 200 213 231 and 187 11 par fours which one of them the uh fifth hole there plays easier than two of the three par fives very interesting 365, 353, 466, 465, 473, 425, 510. Real tough, real tough stretch on that back nine, 11 to 11-15, which includes that 510-yarder. 447, 495, which is the back end of that, 11-15, to 15, 431, and 412. The three par fives, two of the three are reachable, 543, 600, and 530. Although Bryson DeChambeau, I'm sure, will be able to get to that 600-yard one. Uses a type of Kentucky bluegrass. Remember, we are up north, so it, you can't use Bermuda up north. So it's it's gonna be some type of Poe, some type of bent, so all of that mixed in. Uh, it, the official report, if you really want to dig into grass surfaces or types here, which I wouldn't recommend, it's using some type of Pen A variation of Kentucky bluegrass. Again, I, I all I know is that it's very lush. Uh, it's especially coming here in September and this time of the year, the colors are going to be vibrant, maybe just starting to turn on the, uh, uh, on the leaves, on the trees. It's just a beautiful time of year. No doubt about it. <clears throat> okay. The field this week. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Before we get to the field, let's talk a little bit about facts and figures. The average green size is 5,800 square feet. Not that many water hazards, but a lot of native areas. Keep an eye on the lookout for a native area this week on your shot tracker plenty of bunkers 40 plus now how do we hit the how many times do we hit the fairway when we're teeing off we're going to hit them at 64 percent of the time and we're also going to hit a lot more drivers than normal as the average driving distance here is close to 300 yards which in 2018 ranked somewhere in the mid to high 30s so one of the top 12 longest average drive on the tour so a lot of drivers uh a lot of drivers 64 percent fairways equate to 66 percent greens pretty high on both of those, somewhere in the mid-30 rankings as well. Scrambling is around 61% if you do end up missing the fairway, and if you get on the greens, not that hard. 32-49 in 2018. All in all, the par 5s are pretty easy. That drivable par 4 on the front side also plays pretty easy. We should see a winning score somewhere around the minus 15 or 16 range. Just provides a great golf course. Some of the winners in the last three years, we got Bryson Justin Thomas, and Roy McIlroy. So obviously the cream of the crop rising here. An interesting note, they got it done through their entire bag. They gained strokes in all four categories and heavily too on all four. So we want to find golfers that are getting it done in every facet, not just heavily relying on either their approaches or off the tee or around the green for that matter. Okay, so that was my stats for the week. And uh, lastly, let's go over the field super quick and super easy this week. The top 125 players ranked inside of the FedEx Cup at the end of this past week, the Wyndham Championship. We'll get into the field this week. If there are any withdrawals, there will be no replacements for those withdraws. It is 125 minus the withdrawals this week. Okay, the last thing we're going to do here is the top six salary guesses, just for a little bit of fun. By the time you're listening to this, salaries may already be out, so there could be a mute point. But if you're listening to it Monday morning before it comes out, maybe just a little bit of fun and to get your uh, mind thinking about where you're going to place your bets at the top. This week, I've got Bryson coming in at 11.4. He's the defending champion of the event. He's coming off another top, a great start at a major this time, too. I think 11.4 is the price and highest for him. Justin Thomas, also a former winner here got him coming in at 11.3 number one ranked in the world john Rahm at 11.1 rory sliding in at 10.9 for maybe the third or fourth event in a row where he's been below 11k colin at 10.7 there's no way that they're not going to put a possible number one golfer in the world below 10k this week it's just not going to happen in my opinion and xander schauffele will round out the guys above 10k at 10.3 so we got bryson 11.4 jt 11.3 rom 11.1 Rory ten nine, Morikawa ten seven, and Xander ten three. So this was a rather short one for the uh, opening T pod. Uh, that's because normally I go into a little bit more depth about the field and who's playing. But we already know who it is, being the top one twenty five. So uh, for more information, of course, and to check out all of the uh, stats and more on all of the players in the field. Listen to the Fit and Form podcast coming out on Tuesday morning. And then, of course, you want to learn ownership. You want to find out. Siwoo Kim is going to be 7% owned this week. He's got a great top five chance. That's what ended up happening, of course. Uh, come and check out my Against the Grain, Reading the Grain pod on Wednesday morning. And, of course, our live shows starting once at one a day for the next three days. we got a 2 o'clock PGA DFS first look with myself. Jeff Ulrich, and Sal Vitri on Tuesday. The Fantasy Golfman himself, Timothy Frank, and Ben Raza at 2.30. And Ben Raza and I are wrapping it all up and tying it in a bow on Wednesday night at 8.30 for our Live Before Lock show. So until then, thank you to Superdraft, the sponsor of the show. And thank you to all of you for listening and coming by today. And hopefully we will uh, see you back here for the next Fit in the Form podcast coming out tomorrow morning. So until then, everybody, we will see you on the other side. Cheers.